0: when we yell, we've lost control about something. So all we're trying to really do is keep ourselves in our control. Hey you guys, I'm Alicia at Teague Household. I have kicked David out so that I can talk to you mamas. So today I want to talk about yelling. Yelling at our kids, yelling in general. I just, I kind of feel like I hear this a lot. Like oh, I just, I'm such a yeller. I don't want to be a yeller. How do I yell less? Or what are some tools that I can do so that I'm not yelling? So first of all, I I want to kind of get into why are we yelling, and that's going to look different for everybody. Um, I know for myself, I'm inclined to not necessarily yell by nature. I'm not really much of a yeller, but I get really like stern, I guess would be the phrasing. Um, If I don't eat, if I haven't had anything to eat yet, um, I'm, I, my fuse is shorter. And so, you know, I have to pay attention. Like when was the last time I ate? Am I eating, you know, what am I eating? If I'm sitting there eating cupcakes, like that's not going to fuel me long term. So I need to actually make eating a priority because if I'm taking care of myself, I'm able to handle things easier. Um, Finding your triggers that might be you certain levels like volume bothers you if maybe having too much noise going on. Maybe you have music and one show on and then you've got something else over here and then the kids playing and The noise itself is just overwhelming for you and so we yell. Um, So find your trigger. Find out what bothers you. What's most likely to set you off um, and work through it. Figure out solutions and tips like, okay, I know that I'm inclined to most likely yell after school when all the kids' backpacks are on the floor. So maybe you need to figure out some type of system where it's easy for the kids to hang up their backpacks or maybe you know I need to make sure that I eat something for breakfast so maybe you have something separate that's easy to grab so that you can eat in the car on your way to work or drop off or wherever you're going or whatever you're doing like maybe you stay at home but you don't eat because oh well I can just grab something from the kitchen make it a priority to sit down and eat or drink your water or have your cup of coffee or whatever you need to do, find, find a solution to what's going down. The second thing, like I was told this when I was young, probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old. Somebody told me when I was going through, um, like I was cleaning my room, would I feel good if somebody I respected walked through my room and saw my room and yeah, this this isn't like a comparison try to build yourself up and compete with somebody Fun, you know um, the scenario that was used to me was like you know your grandma walking into your bedroom would you feel good if your grandma walked into your bedroom right now would you feel good if your grandma saw you talking this way would you know what would you do if your grandma was here your aunt was here somebody else what would you do if this person who you loved was right there and some of y'all might be like well it's my kid this should be easy to not yell in front of my kid well your kid is typically the one that's making you want to yell in the first place so you need to look outside and that's okay to look outside and think "Hmm, who's somebody that i would care if they saw me acting this way or doing this thing to being mindful that how you would conduct yourself with somebody whose opinion you valued and respected, being mindful of well, why do I care about their opinion and what am I doing that I don't want them to see and why am I doing that? You know, and be conscious of that decision. Like why, you know, if you don't want to do something, you know, you don't want to be yelling in front of them because you feel like you'll look like a bad parent or you don't want them to know that you get frustrated by yelling or yelling by being frustrated, then sit down and talk about, like, think to yourself or, you know, find that friend. I think it's so easy to just get caught up in this idea of the perfect mom, the Pinterest mom who always has the, perfect home and her kids are always doing the perfect thing and just blah, 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 blah. The perfect mom does not exist. Okay. She's not real. She, she's not, she's just, she's not real. She, we, we've kind of built her up in our minds to be this perfect person, this perfect mom. And we strive for that. And we have all this expectation on ourselves to be a certain way or to say a certain thing, or discipline in a certain way. And a lot of times, it's not even really our kid that is our problem. It is our own perception. Like, when, you know, every night before I go to bed, my children will have these five things done, and that's just the way it's going to be, because I know so-and-so does it, and I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And, like... When your kid acts up or does something that doesn't follow the plan because your kid doesn't know your plan. Your kid doesn't know your thought. And so to sit there and say, we're going to do it this way without telling our kid why we're doing it this way, there's going to be a problem. They don't know what their expectation is or standard is, or they don't know why it's important to put their backpack up on the shelf instead of the chair or the whatever. And this kind of falls into like knowing your trigger. What are you, what upsets you? What frustrates you? What do you want to see? What don't you want to see? And figuring out solutions for yourself. Like if you know you're going to get upset about something or you're going to need to do something different because they're like, figure out what you need to do. And if that means you find a book you find a video, find find a reputable source, find somebody that resonates with you in a way that you can have something in your back pocket, like, oh, well, this says I should try this, or I really like what that person says about this, so I'm gonna try what they say about, you know, over here. Really just kind of put yourself in this position where, you're taking control of yourself. And that's that's what it is. Yell when we yell, we've lost control about something. So all we're trying to really do is keep ourselves in our control. And that's that's the the big thing I guess is being in control with with your parenting, with your motherhood, with your household like, you know, Finding ways to be into that. Be figuring out what you need to be doing. To have grace for yourself. Because there's going to be the days where I I think that it's human to get upset. It's human to be frustrated or get mad or yell or whatever. Like Those are human things. We get mad at ourselves for human things. And I think we need to have a grace for ourselves, an understanding that we mess up. We make mistakes. We're not perfect. But that's different than using this as an excuse. An excuse gives you a reason to not change. An excuse is, you know, I don't have to work on it because blah, 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 blah. You know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't change anything, you know, you have an excuse, woohoo, but if you have grace for yourself, it's it's almost like a, you become like a work in progress, and we understand that, we know that we are, and, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't fault parents for yelling, I get it. Like, I I get being with toddlers all day long or small children all day long or even, you know, that teenage kid that yells at you and whatever. I get yelling. I don't think to sit here and be bashing you because you yell, I don't think that's a good thing. Like, we can all pretty much say yelling, yelling sucks. You know, it sucks to be the one who yells. It's, It's not good to be the one who's yelled at. I mean you know I get it yelling isn't a fun thing and it's not even a fun thing to even say like yeah I'm a yeller you know and I mean not to I've seen videos where they are like it's okay to be the yelling parent and it's not like those videos aren't saying don't change anything you're just a yeller and that's the way you are. They're making excuses like well it's okay that you're a yeller because you know kids are annoying there you go like that's not because your kid is annoying is not a solution you know that's just a saying there's this thing and here it is so when you find yourself getting frustrated really look at the moment and that can be so hard to do but um, I I guess like I I trained myself myself like a dog or something um I I kind of taught myself to be very conscious of my environment and what was going on and I found that I was really upset the most on the mornings I didn't eat breakfast or not even breakfast but just I was running on little to no coffee I hadn't had any water basically I was not meeting my own needs and I found myself like really just shorter fuse and so I had to prioritize like okay when I wake up in the morning I'm going to make sure that I get this do this have that and um, and that helped me that helped me feel better because I felt like I discovered Not only what one of my triggers was, but I found a solution to my trigger. I basically beat my trigger. Does does that make sense? Like, I hope that makes sense. You know, and then the whole finding, finding somebody that you respect and value. You know, this, again, is not this competition. What would they do? beat them, be better than them thing. It's a mindfulness of, wow, I really respect this person and I want to make a conscious thought. If they were sitting next to me, what would they say to me? What would they want me to try? What would they want me to do? What would, you know, sometimes I feel like we put this expectation to... I don't know be perfect and, and fall on this instinct but that instinct for some it's not always clear this whole thing to you know we just we know what to do reality is that's not always the case and so when we can find or think of that person who would be able to say like, well, have you, have you tried that? You know? And, and like, and I loved the whole like grandma scenario because like, I mean, most people's grandmas are these like sweet ladies who, I mean, my grandma used to have these like little pink candies in this little dish and like every time I would come over, she would, I would like run to the dish and she'd be like, oh, here's a little candy. And I remember like, being little and we had this like pull-out couch and um you know like there was a like counter I guess and then the to the kitchen and then there was the bed and every time my grandma would walk into that room there would be like Hershey Kisses would drop or M&Ms would drop and so I would like lay in the bed and just like wait for the candy to like literally fall into my mouth like most people have a really good memory of their grandmother and so I could think like wow, okay, if my grandma was sitting right here, what would she say, you know? And and honestly, there are some days where she would probably say, oh, honey, just go have some chocolate. It's okay, just just go have some chocolate, you know? And so, like, you have that loving person in your head that can help you out and just be be that voice that you need that you maybe don't have in yourself or for yourself. And again, to just have have the grace to know that you're not perfect, and nobody's expecting you to be perfect. Nobody, nobody has this standard of perfection for you. And to understand that the difference between excuses like and the excuses, aren't gonna solve your problems they're gonna just allow them to continue and that's the difference between grace to understand that it's a it's a temporary thing or you're not perfect or you're working through it or whatever versus the excuse just puts you in this box where you don't have to address it because well toddlers well blah 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 I had this going on I have, you know the excuses aren't gonna solve your problem so I mean I hope this video helps I mean I know being a parent being a mom can be really overwhelming can be so hard trying to do everything the right way and not knowing what the right way is for you or your family and so I I really hope that you guys can take a few minutes and just really reflect on yourself and where you're at and just say You know, I need help with this area and I need to figure out this area. And, you know, I think when we can look at ourselves and find out what we need, our stress level kind of changes because we've addressed problems and we kind of create solutions. And when we're not dealing with that, we don't feel as frustrated as quickly, which I think helps not be yelling as much you know I really hope you enjoyed this video Um, leave us a comment in the comment section check us out on Instagram let me know you know are you a yeller what what do you do to stop yelling do you have a trigger do you know what your trigger is do you have any other tips or solutions or things that have worked for you and your family Um, and subscribe to us. Um, If you like this video, like us, subscribe to us. These um, help us out a ton and we will